recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment. Turn it on and rip the knob off. And welcome back to another edition of the Wrestling Memory Grenade. Now at episode 119. And I am feeling fine as we kick off the month of March TV here in 1988 in the World Wrestling Federation. And I'm your host, Ray Russell, welcoming you back as we grow just that much closer to WrestleMania 4, guys. This week, going to take a look at the first two weeks of the month of March in WWF TV. Some of the storylines continue to escalate to the big pay per view. The tournament draws closer. Who are the favorites to win the WWF title? All of that, plus we bid adieu to one living legend, Bruno Sammartino, from the World Wrestling Federation on this episode. Yes, we've got all of that and sound bites galore as we continue to tell the story of the WWF here in 1988. But first, just a friendly reminder, guys, that you can listen to the Wrestling Memory Grenade in our sister shows, like the Wrestling Stoop with the legend himself, Bob Roop, as Bob goes back in time and shares many memories from throughout his wrestling career, both in the ring as well as working behind the scenes. You can also listen to the Regional Wrestling Podcast, where we talk the territories. Right now, three projects going on right now over at Regional Wrestling, including UWF in 1986, Georgia 81, and Memphis in 1985. You can also listen to our brand new podcast upcoming, the Pearl Wrestling Academy, with host Dan Janetti, the professor of Pearl Resu, going to take us back in time and teach us all the history of Japanese professional wrestling in the English language. Also, don't forget to check out Luke Jennings and his Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, which is the UK's number one and only Memphis wrestling-related podcast. Luke right now covering 1984 in the Memphis territory there. And you can listen to all of those shows and more, all part of the WrestleCopia Podcast Network located over at WrestleCopia.com. That's WrestleCopia.com and anywhere your podcast streaming needs are met from Apple to Spotify, Pocket Cast, and beyond. And be sure to follow me on social media, guys, for all the latest goings-on here at the WrestleCopia Podcast Network. Plus, I'm constantly adding old-school video clips and pictures from throughout wrestling history. You can follow me right now over on X, formerly Twitter. You can find me there at Wrestling Grenade. That's at R-A-S-S-L-I-N Grenade. Also, follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. Hey, while you're at it, why not subscribe to my YouTube channel? That's YouTube.com. Lots of great old-school wrestling footage there over on my YouTube. And of course, now would be a phenomenal time to become a WrestleCopia patron as I'm talking about that $5 all-access tier over at patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, patreon.com slash WrestleCopia, where you get so many gifts for just 5 bucks, including all of my insanely detailed show notes. For every episode of this program, The Grenade, as well as Monday Warfare and the Regional Wrestling Podcast. You'll also get early access to many of the podcasts here on WrestleCopia, where you can listen days and sometimes as much as a week earlier than the rest of the listeners. You'll also get remastered versions of the earliest episodes of The Grenade Show, covering the 1989 NWA project. It includes enhanced sound quality, plus new content and conversation 
never heard before. But that's still not all. You also get digital downloads for your viewing and reading pleasure. Just dropped a dozen new digital downloads here this week, plus random bonus video drops, and of course, our Patreon-exclusive watch-along series, covering many past WWF and WCW events. And let us not forget, video casts coming very soon here to the WrestleCopia brand. And you get all of that for the low, low price of just five bucks. No subscription, cancel any time, give it a try for a month. I think you like the content that I offer, and every penny of it goes right back here into keeping the WrestleCopia Podcast Network up and running. So please, if you can, show your support. Show us you're there, show us that you care, and help me keep all of these wonderful shows up and running for the months and the years to come. And all right, guys, with all of that said and out of the way, it's time to jump back into the 1988 WWF Project. And this week, we kick off the month of March TV. And it all starts with the March 5th edition of the WWF's Superstars of Wrestling. All right, guys, and away we go with the superstars of wrestling March the 5th. Tape back February 16th, Wichita, Kansas, at the Kansas Coliseum. It's Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bruno San Martino on commentary as we head off to the ring now to see the macho man Randy Savage take on Iron Mike Sharp as the lovely Miss Elizabeth looking ever so gorgeous here in a white dress this week as the crowd cheers loudly for the duo of the macho man and lovely Liz. Jesse Ventura on commentary starting to turn on Savage. After touting him since his debut back in 1985, the body thinks that Macho is beginning to hide behind the skirt of the lovely Liz, disgusted at how Savage now holding the ropes open for Miss Elizabeth. As the action gets going, we get an insert promo here from the Doctor of Style Slick and his man, the Natural Butch Reed. They'll be taking on the Macho Man in the first round of WrestleMania 4, and they say we will find out who the true Macho Man is at the pay-per-view. And then it's off to either the Dragon Ricky Steamboat or Greg the Hammer Valentine, to which they say, if it is fellow heel Greg Valentine, tough turkey. Tough turkey indeed. The natural looking to be the next WWF champion, even if it means taking on fellow heels. As the match gets going, Iron Mike going to gain control early on, laying in those stiff arm brace shots, but Sharp telegraphing a backdrop and Savage with a great boot to the face, flinging Sharp then over the top rope and all the way out to the floor. Macho Man up to the top rope, diving axe handle to the outside, and then back in the ring. It's a sit-out clothesline, positioning Sharp for the diving elbow drop. Going to give the Macho Man the win in just two minutes and seven seconds, and this crowd is super loud as the Macho Man holds the ropes for his lovely manager to exit the ring. As commentary continues to push, Miss Elizabeth saving Randy Savage in recent weeks and months, standing by her man, if you will, and becoming more than just a visual beauty. As we head off now to Update and Craig DeGeorge, talking all about the WrestleMania 4 tournament, the bracket in the first round, and of course the quarterfinals, as we hear from the two men that advanced already to that round, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant, and the former WWF champion, Hulk Hogan. From the pages of the World Wrestling Federation magazine, here's Update with Craig DeGeorge.
Hello again, everyone. The championship elimination tournament in WrestleMania 4 has been a big topic of conversation by many of you and certainly by those of us here in the World Wrestling Federation. And there's a very good reason for it. As you know, this is the first time in World Wrestling Federation history that we do not have a champion. And of course, that's the reason for this unprecedented tournament to declare a champion from the top 14 contenders. But tournaments of any kind always elicit an endless amount of speculation. And we thought we'd chip in with our share. Here's how the championship tournament shapes up. Suppose Andre the Giant and Bobby the Brain Heenan's ravishing Rick Rude meet for the title. You have to wonder if there are still any lingering emotional ties for the Brain, who of course used to manage the Giant. Jimmy Mouth of the South Heart makes it quite clear that he's not fond of snakes. But as Greg the Hammer Valentine could wind up with a semi-final matchup against Jake the Snake. The natural Butch Reed and the one-man gang could be at the semifinals, and that may divide their manager, the Slickster. And who would win when a two-by-four comes head-to-head -head with a rock? A Doug and Morocco quarterfinal matchup would be most interesting. Of course, though, that's just speculation. But we do know a sure bet quarterfinal matchup. Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. The last two reigning champs have justifiably drawn first-round buys. They also have drawn one another, and the feelings are intensifying as the days draw nearer to WrestleMania 4. What happened, Hulk Hogan? You're not a world champion anymore, but I am. And I'll tell you another thing to Hulk Hogan. I'm not just the world champion, but all the Hulkamaniacs left you, and they're all in my corner now. And Hulk Hogan... When I come and WrestleMania 4 to meet you again, Hulkamania will die forever. You know, Andre, I haven't changed a bit, man. I'm the same guy I was before you dudes robbed the belt. I've got all this, brother. I've got this, and I've got all of my Hulkamaniacs, brother. But one thing has changed, man. We don't place much value on materialistic things. But since you stole the bond of the prayers, the training of the vitamins, the symbolic belt that unites me and all my Hulkamaniacs, the third time is the charm, brother. I'm going to prove in front of the whole world that I can beat you for a one, two, three. Because the simple facts are the largest back in the world has never been pinned for a three count. You know, for either side, the winner could still be the loser. Because after an expected grueling match, the Andre Hulk winner would then still need two more victories to win the championship. Such, though, is the excitement of the championship elimination tournament in WrestleMania 4. With Update, I'm Craig DeGeorge. Fun stuff there as Craig DeGeorge talks hypothetical matches. We can see Andre the Giant versus Ravishing Rick Rude, the natural Butch Reed taking on stablemate One Man Gang. Also, Rock Don Morocco and Jim Duggan, Battle of the Baby Faces. Hey, what happens when a rock meets a 2x4? We also heard from Andre, who says all of the Hulkamaniacs have left Hulk Hogan, and they'll be with Andre now. Meanwhile, the Hulkster responding, he says since Andre the Giant stole that symbolic bond, the WWF title, the very thing that brought Hulk Hogan together with his Hulkamaniacs, Hogan coming for revenge and coming to win back that championship, as he points out, he's never been pinned. Then it's back to the ring for tag team action, Axe and Smash Demolition, with manager Mr. Fuji taking on Jim Evans and Mike Richards. As we get an insert promo here from the tag team champion Strike Force, they say they won't try and match strength with the demos at WrestleMania. They will wrestle their way to victory. 
Well, good luck there, fellas. As Demolition attack and take apart Jim Evans to begin things, Axe clobbering him down before Mike Richards finally tagging into the matchup. And he too faces the wrath of Axe's double axe handle beatdown. So awesome to see. As Smash tagged back in, delivering the hot shot on Jim Evans, and then it's the Demolition decapitation scoring the win, one minute and 49 seconds, as if there was ever any doubt here. Demolition just biding their time until their upcoming title match at WrestleMania 4. As we continue on here, it's time for the Rock Don Morocco in the ring, taking on Big Frankie DeFalco. No music here this week for Morocco, nor the superstar Graham at ringside. Very odd. We saw that for one week, and now they've kind of taken him away, at least for the short term. Of course, Graham having all sorts of hip issues. So it feels sort of like a regression here for Don Morocco. They give him Graham's music, Jesus Christ Superstar. They give him the Superstar Graham in his corner, and now he's just out here back in a blue sweater. And even if Graham couldn't make it to ringside, kind of weird they would just take the music back away, but it is what it is. We'll see them back, both the music and Graham, here very soon. As we get an insert promo here from Frenchie Martin and Dino Bravo, who have Morocco in the first round of the championship tournament, though you wouldn't know it here unless you understand French. Is Morocco going to get the job done in the ring? Big Frank DeFalco, big dude in his own right, entertains us here in a fun squash, failing to match power with a rock down Morocco, who also busts out a dropkick, a nice-looking power slam, and then it's the Tombstone pile driver going to give Morocco the win, 1 minute and 53 seconds. As we're off now to Craig DeGeorge, standing by with the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase, bodyguard Virgil. We're also going to hear from Hacksaw Jim Duggan at this point, both men talking about their first-round match at WrestleMania 4. Okay, we are only a few weeks away to the happening at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, WrestleMania 4, on Sunday, March the 27th, in the first round. Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man, will be taking on Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Only a man of my character could have faced the adversity that I have faced in the World Wrestling Federation, have been ripped off the way that I've been ripped off by you, Jack Tunney, and all the bureaucrats at the top and still stand here and tell you that it is my destiny, my destiny to become the World Wrestling Federation Heavyweight Champion. That's right. And Jim Duggan, you are standing in the way of destiny, and I will not be stopped. I've said it again and again and again. I always get what I want. And not only is Hulk Hogan in this tournament, but, but every major star in professional wrestling today, and you are looking at the premier athlete in all of professional wrestling. And I've proved it time and time and again. And in Atlantic City, at Trump Plaza, you are going to see a new champion crown, a champion that's already had the belt before. Duggan, you're in a bad place. It is indeed a most interesting matchup. The Billion Dollar Man against Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I spoke with Mr. Duggan earlier. Oh, despite Ted DiBiase's crying and whining about how he got ripped off, he's kind of overlooking Hacksaw Jim Duggan, which is a bad mistake to do, DiBiase, because this is WrestleMania. This is when the hair on the back of the neck is standing up. This is where everything counts. So don't you dare. Don't you dare overlook Hacksaw Jim Duggan because I said it before and I'll say it again. You're a great technical wrestler, DiBiase, but you're not going to get a wrestling match out of Jim Duggan. You're going to get a fight. And Virgil, you keep your nose out of my business. Teddy says only a man of DiBiase's character could sustain the adversity that he has and still stand here and say it's his destiny to become the WWF champion. 
Jim Duggan standing in the way of the Million Dollar Man, along with Hulk Hogan and all of the top stars here at Million Dollar Man looking for the finals and looking to become the WWF champion. Meanwhile, on the other end, Jim Duggan responding, don't you dare overlook Hacksaw, Million Dollar Man. This also marks the final week of localized promos, I should point out, guys, in all the different markets. I pulled some Boston Garden promos, which aired on last week's Grenade when we did the house shows for March. But this week here, the first week of March, marks the last episode of syndicated TV covering the old localized promos, Mean Gene standing there, or George hyping the upcoming events in your town. Pretty soon, it's going to be the event center. But for the remainder of March, it's all about WrestleMania 4 and these promos here. As we continue on, Vince McMahon shilling the latest edition of the WWF magazine with who else but Hulk Hogan on the cover, brother. And then it's back to the ring for Brutus the Barber Beefcake, taking on Steve Lombardi. And we get an insert promo here from the Beefer, warning Hockey Talk Man, he's not only going to lose his title at WrestleMania, but also his hair. As Brutai controls the match early on, Lombardi comes back with some cheap tactics. But Steve going to try for a slam, and Brutai sliding behind, locking in the sleeper hold, and scoring the win in just two minutes and three seconds post-match. Brutus Beefcake doing a little strutting, and of course some cutting, cutting quite a bit of the hair off of Steve Lombardi, so you can expect a new haircut from Lombardi after WrestleMania 4. As we roll on now, another promo, Craig DeGeorge standing by this time with Bobby Heenan and his Islanders. Also, of course, a six-man tag featuring the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware against my guests at this time, the Islanders. And yes, this man, Bobby the Brain Heenan, donning the tights for the first time in over a year. People are wondering about rustiness. Let's get something straight and let's get it straight right off the top. I've not been in the ring for over a year because I've decided not to. I don't even need any special training when I've got a team like the Islanders here. And on my worst day, I can take care of a miserable guy with a parrot and those two British Bulldogs. Well, if you think you're going to scare me and intimidate me because you've been having that dog probably trained to turn into an attack dog, well, you're badly mistaken. You want to see some attack dogs? Check these two attack dogs out. Now, the first time we got rid of that dog, and we were very, very nice to it. We just put it down. What happened to it, we don't know. We had to take a bum rap for that. But if you think that you're going to sick a flea-bitten, rabbit-infested, worm, dirty, miserable dog on me and tear me apart. I'm not a doll. Maybe that doll's scared, but I'm not. Bobby's stating there that he doesn't need training for WrestleMania because he has his Islanders to take care of the Bulldogs. And Bobby Heenan, he's not afraid of getting in the ring with a bird brain. Now, you guys do realize this entire feud is built around Bobby Heenan hating pets. Or maybe animals in general. Not really sure there. Surprised PETA didn't pick at this one. As we continue on now, just a quick promo from Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. As he is interrupted with some surprise guests. Bob Euchre here reminding you WrestleMania 4 right around the corner from Atlantic City. And one of the big matches coming up. The multi-million dollar man against one of my close and personal friends. longtime friend, Hacksaw Jim Duggan. ho Ho! 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 So for those who couldn't see there, Bob Euchre putting over Hacksaw Jim Duggan to maybe take it all at WrestleMania. That is until the Million Dollar Man and Virgil pop up on the screen there. Ho! 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 
Euchre was just awesome, guys. As we continue on, tag team action in the ring, the British Bulldogs taking on Brian Costello and Terry Gibbs as we see the platform for Matilda ringside, even though she's not there. Never forget, guys, Matilda. Who returns at WrestleMania, by the way, as the Bulldogs looking good here. Dynamite snap suplex on Gibbs, Davy Boy in with a delayed suplex on Costello, and then Dynamite back in with a folding back suplex nasty backdrop, or back suplex, sorry, on Brian Costello there. Is Davy locking in a sleeper hold on Brian Costello, but Terry Gibbs jumping off the top rope to save his partner, but Davy out of the way sees it coming, and Gibbs winds up nailing his own partner leading to Davy Boy dropkicking Gibbs through the ropes out to the floor and then hitting Costello with that running power slam, setting him up for dynamite as Davy Boy presses Kid in the air, dropping him down in a diving headbutt, giving the Bulldogs the win, two minutes and five seconds. And I'm still trying to figure out why we have talent like the Bulldogs, but like 95% of this feud is on Matilda. No offense to our dog listeners, mind you. As we roll on up next, special report. With Craig DeGeorge, it's a special interview up on the platform. Craig DeGeorge standing by with the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, the Honky Tonk Man and manager, Colonel Jimmy Hart. They talk about Brutus, who's, as Honky says, he's not a barber. Hell, he's not even a wrestler. Honky Tonk Man is the total entertainment package, which happens to bring out Brother Brudeye, Beefcake walking out to the platform with hedge clippers in hand. But Honky, he doesn't show much worry here as he continues to talk trash down at Beefcake standing below the platform. But the barber hears enough and charges the stage, causing Honky Tonk Man and Jimmy Hart to scurry away in record time. They want no part of Beefcake or his hedge clippers. As Brutus going to get the crowd up and going, amped up, as he says first, he will take Honky's IC title, and then he's going to take Honky's hair. Great extra selling point there. And I love this because it was quick, basic, it served its purpose. They didn't drag out the promo here or Beefcake coming out. And Beefer, his entire shtick is totally over at this point. Everybody hates the Honky Tonk Man, so they're hoping for that haircut just as much as they're hoping for the title change. As we roll off now to this week's WrestleMania 4 report, we've got one more match to add to the card, and we'll hear a few promos as well. Twenty wrestlers added to the WrestleMania card, and we will hear from the celebrity presenter of the championship belt, a person who is no stranger to the rich and famous. Welcome now to this week's WrestleMania 4 report as the countdown marches on to Sunday afternoon, March the 27th, from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And with the whole world watching, this extravaganza will feature competition for three World Wrestling Federation title, certainly the excitement of numerous other matches and the fanfare involved with the celebrities in WrestleMania 4. The host, of course, is Mr. Donald Trump. I hope that everybody can join us on March 27th at Trump Plaza, where we'll be crowning the next WWF champion. It's going to be a great event. We hope you can be there. All right, let's get now to the newest match added to WrestleMania 4. It is the WrestleMania 4 20-man Invitational Battle Royal. And here are the participants. The Olympian, Ken Patera. Outlaw, Ron Bass. Jacques and Raymond, the fabulous Rougeau brothers. The Hart Foundation and Dangerous Danny Davis. The Junkyard Dog. The Wild Samoan Sika. Young Sam Houston. Nikolai Volkov, Boris Zukov, the Bolsheviks, the Killer Bees, King Harley Race from the Heenan family, 
Jim Powers and Paul Roma, the Young Stallions, Hillbilly Jim, newcomer Bad News Brown, and George the Animal Steel, all involved in a battle royal. And of course, in a battle royal, you are eliminated if you're thrown over the top rope. The winner, the last one remaining in the ring. With the rules now aside, let's go to some of the battle royal participants. WrestleMania 4, for more, the Rougeau Brothers with an invitation to the Big Battle Royal. You know Atlantic City, the city you could bet. Well, you could bet your bottom dollar we're going there to win. Yeah! Man, Mick Batson, baby, there's gonna be 20 people in the ring. And you know something? The big outlaw, he says, because I like to fight, I like to throw people out. And you better believe, on WrestleMania 4, that's why me and Miss Batson's doing it. We're gonna throw them here, we're gonna throw them out, and we'll be the last one standing. Battle Royal, this is not gonna be no Battle Royal. This is a Harlem picnic, Harlem barbecue style, and I'm gonna bring my reign of terror to the ring. The king, I'll show you why I'm called the king. When I walk into the Battle Royal, I'll walk in as king. And when I leave, I will be the last, the king. The king will prevail in the Battle Royal. You know, in a Battle Royal, you've gotta have a lot of guts. But at the Heart Foundation, we've got something more than everyone else got. <laughs> we've got a lot of heart. Something we all pride ourselves on. Top of the class. <laughs> this is it. We finally did it. WrestleMania 4. The Young Stallions are going to be there. We're going to give it all we got. That's right. WrestleMania 4. We're going to be galloping right through. Right to the top. 20 top World Wrestling Federation superstars in the Battle Royal starting off. WrestleMania 4. The celebrities involved, of course, the guest timekeeper, the stunning hostess of the Wheel of Fortune, Vanna White. Also, the guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball himself, Bob Euchre. Now, this week, we will tell you the presenter of the very prestigious championship belt, and that person is the host of the lifestyles of the rich and famous Mr. Robin Leach. And we asked Mr. Leach about his WrestleMania thoughts. Join me, Robin Leach, as we explore the glitter and glamour of Atlantic City for WrestleMania 4, when a new champion of the world will be crowned at Trump Plaza. All right, thank you, Robin. And also on the card, we will run down some of the other matches. Two title defenses. Intercontinental champ, the Honky Tonk Man, defends against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. The tag team title will be on the line at WrestleMania 4. Strike Force defending against Action Smash Demolition. In a big six-man, Bobby the Brain Heenan donning the tights for the first time in over a year. He teams up with the Islanders against the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware. Matilda, of course, returning in WrestleMania 4. And the Ultimate Warrior squares off against Hercules. All a part of WrestleMania 4. And to be a part of the excitement as it happens, you can see this extravaganza live at the Trump Plaza or at closed-circuit locations around the country and on a pay-per-view basis. For this week's WrestleMania 4 Report, I'm Craig DeGeorge. Well, there it is, a 20-man invitational, over-the-top rope battle royal added to WrestleMania 4 as they say it's going to kick off the show. The opening match, perhaps, at the pay-per-view, the battle royal, as we hear the Rougeos talk about WrestleMania 4 for more. I wrote lame, whatever that means. We also heard from the outlaw Ron Bass, bad news, talking about a Harlem barbecue. King says, hey, this is a battle royal. It's meant for royalty like the King Harley race. Plus, we hear from the Hart Foundation and Danny Davis. They talk about all of the other wrestlers involved having guts, but they have more than guts. They've got heart. And think about it. Three members of Jimmy Hart's stable involved in this battle royal. We also see the young stallions who are galloping to the top. Double lame. 
As the report went on there, we heard that the guest presenter of the WWF title, the winner of the tournament, going to be gifted the world championship from Lifestyles of the Rich and Famouses, Robin Leach. And I don't know why. As we head back to the ring, one more match this week on Superstars. Six-man tag team action with the Heenan family. It's King Harley Race, the mighty Hercules, and ravishing Rick Root, accompanied by Heenan himself. They're taking on the trio of Special Delivery Jones, Sonny Rogers, and Scott Casey as the heels attack and send the better-known Jones and Casey to the outside of the arena floor. Meanwhile, leaving Sonny Rogers all alone in the ring to take quite a beating here, one Heenan family member at a time, Rick Rude delivering a snap suplex, Harley Racing to deliver a suplex of his own, and a big elbow drop there from Harley, before Hercules coming in, more aggressive than ever. Great clothesline by Herc here, before it's his torture rack backbreaker, putting Rogers away in just one minute and 20 seconds, says the Heels pose for the camera post-match, as I realize all four of the men in the ring, Heenan and his men, have all passed away. It's the World Wrestling Federation All Tour, coming to these great areas and facilities with action. Monday, March 14th, East Rutherford, New Jersey, the Meadowlands Arena. Hercules and the one-man gang among those on the card in the Meadowlands. Sunday, March 13th, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Tingley Coliseum. Hacksaw Jim Duggan will see action in Albuquerque. Sunday, March 13th, Pontiac, Michigan, the Pontiac Silverdome. Macho Man Randy Savage among those at the Silverdome. Sunday, March 13th. Cincinnati, Ohio, the Riverfront Coliseum, the Islanders on the card in Cincinnati. Saturday, March 12th, El Paso, Texas, El Paso Civic Center, Demolition, Outlaw Ron Bass in El Paso. Saturday, March 12th, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the Philadelphia Spectrum, Hulk Hogan among those on the card in Philadelphia. Saturday, March 12th, Landover, Maryland, the Capitol Center, Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase in the Capitol Center. It's the World Wrestling Federation. Be a part of it when it comes to your area. As uh, we close out this week's Superstars, guys, one more promo lined up here. Craig DeGeorge standing by with the ultimate warrior. Part of the action, WrestleMania for several other matches as well, including one I want to talk about right now, the ultimate warrior against Hercules. And before we get to that, let's take a look at this. This is really a big part of this matchup. All right, you talk about a test of strength. We got a good look at it right there. We're talking about ultimate power, Hercules, to get where I want to go. You got to cross a lot of bridges, and you got to walk across a lot of people, and you got to break a few links in the chain. I broke the link in the chain. The only thing standing between me and you, Hercules, you're the next link that's going to be broken. Right, there's another issue here. Let's look at that. Hercules charging the wire. About that yeah. ultimate warrior. It's gonna take more than that, talking the snapping of the chains, talking about ultimate power, as he says Hercules is the next link in that chain to be snapped. Of course, taking place at WrestleMania as we roll on now to the following date, March the sixth, and wrestling challenge. All right, Wrestling Challenge, March 6th, taped back February 17th, Topeka, Kansas, at the Kansas Expo Center. Going to see Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon on commentary, and we just heard from the man. Now we head off to the ring to see the Ultimate Warrior taking on Dusty Wolf 
as we get an insert promo here from Hercules, who is watching and studying the Warrior. He will be ready for the challenge at WrestleMania. As the action gets going, Dusty Wolf going to attack Warrior. Big mistake. Can't even whip the Warrior out of the corner. But Warrior can, whipping Dusty across the ring instead. Hard Irish whip, but Dusty coming out with the clothesline on UW, but the Warrior doesn't even budge. So instead, it's Warrior delivering a clothesline, which absolutely floors Wolf, sends him to the outside, and then once back inside, Warrior pointing to the sky before delivering that gorilla press drop and the big splash, going to give UW the win, 2 minutes and 11 seconds. As we are off now to a special report involving the Islanders-Bulldogs feud. Uh, We saw this, I believe, a week or two ago on Superstars. Just everything leading up to the big pay-per-view, Islanders and Bulldogs six-man tag with manager Bobby Heenan and Coco Beware added in there. As we head back to the ring now, tag team champion Strikeforce taking on Dave Wagner and Barry Horowitz. And Horowitz going to gain control early on on Rick Martell, but Rick going to cartwheel around and deliver a backdrop to Barry. And such a fluid motion here by Rick Martell. Is Strikeforce going to take control? Tino hammering Barry early on with a flying forearm. One, two, but Horowitz kicks out. I wrote, what the f? I think Tito jumped the gun there. It looked like maybe he was going for a crossbody. But the way he wound up landing on Horowitz, he kind of morphed it into a flying forearm to cover it up. So good cover there by Tito, but Horowitz kicking out of his finisher at the same time. As even Gorilla Monsoon on commentary, he's going to try to cover it here and say, well, Tito must not have hit all of it, brain. Gorilla loved to go to the well with that line. As Martell going to be taken over to the heel corner, get worked over briefly before he gets the hot tag out to Santana once more, who goes Bonzo Gonzo on their heel opponents before Martell back in with a spine buster of sorts and the Boston Crab on Wagner getting the submission win two minutes and 15 seconds so first Vince McMahon and now here on Wrestling Challenge even the babyface announcers they seem to imply that Strikeforce are going to be in trouble when they get in the ring with Demolition Gorilla going so far as to say he doesn't think the Boston Crab will affect the likes of Axer's Smash so Demo's getting pushed pretty hard here on commentary even by the babyface announcers as we head off now to Craig DeGeorge, going to talk to both sides of one of the first-round matches at WrestleMania 4. Going to hear from both the Rock Don Morocco as well as Dino Bravo. History will be made as the world watches WrestleMania 4 Sunday, March the 27th, Sunday afternoon at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in beautiful Atlantic City, New Jersey. Of course, the big championship elimination tournament will be held to decide the World Wrestling Federation champion. Many celebrities on hand, including Mr. Baseball, the guest ring announcer, Bob Euchre, the guest timekeeper from the Wheel of Fortune, Vanna White. Many other matches to talk about, including this one right now. First round match, a big one for the right to move on in the tournament. Don Morocco, The Rock, you have Dino Bravo in the first round. 14 of the most gifted athletes to ever walk the face of the earth. WrestleMania 4 coming to you. Macho Man Savage, a loser? I don't think so. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, a loser? I don't think so. Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, losers? No, none of them are losers. They're all professionals. All the elite of professional wrestling. Dino Bravo claims to be the world's strongest man. Claims to bench press 712 pounds. I know you're not a loser. 14 men, 13 are going to lose. I don't plan on being one of them. Nobody does. All right, Rock, I talked to Dino Bravo earlier. Here are his thoughts on the matchup. 
Dimanche le 27 de mars, donne mon Rocco, tu vas voir la surprise de ta vie. Tu vas voir que mec Dino de Bravo te mettre la patte sur le camp. Tu vas te savoir où ce qu'on va. C'est le championnat de la WWF. C'est la Misette qui va le faire. All right, Dino Bravo. There's no doubt in nobody's mind that this is a tournament of a lifetime for all the wrestlers involved in it. And I made that prediction at the beginning of 1987 that I would become the world champion in 1988. And I am going to make my dream come true because I know if I beat Don Morocco, I can beat anybody, and I can become the world champion. All right, Gino, bravo, thank you. Fritzy Martin made your first round matchup at WrestleMania 4, and here's how you can see this great extravaganza from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino. Oh, there it is, Don Morocco. You can't see it here on my show, but showing off his hoses as he talks the caliber of talent in the WrestleMania 4 tournament. Nobody involved is a loser in that one. 14 of the top stars. Meanwhile, Dino Bravo putting Morocco over stating that if he can get past The Rock, he can get past anyone. Dino Bravo looking to be the next WWF champion. His challenge continues on. It's another Bob Euchre vignette, this time with Bobby the Brain Heenan, who talk a little bit about Vanna White, who will be at WrestleMania 4. Hey, WrestleMania 4, just around the corner. I'm Bob Euchre, along with Bobby the Brain Heenan. And you know who's going to be joining us for WrestleMania 4? You probably don't. Wait on me. Vanna White? Of course I know that. Just the other night, Vanna and I were out having dinner. Your name came up. She talked about Mr. Baseball, talked about being down in the front row. She talked about your commercials. But I didn't know you were a romantic leading man in the movies. So I heard her say, check out that kisser. And Heenan having some fun with the uke there. Boy, wouldn't they have made a pair? What a comedy duo that could have been. As we roll on with Challenge Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase with Bodyguard Virgil. DiBiase taking on Omar Atlas this week as Omar shows his greed and actually goes for the money held by Virgil in the ring, which only pisses the million-dollar man off, who attacks Atlas, and rightfully so, trying to steal his cash. DiBiase, the aggressor here, ever since being stripped of that WWF title, as he dominates the action, slamming Atlas on the outside floor, and then back inside for the patented power slam. Haven't seen DiBiase use that here for a finisher in the WWF, but it'll score him the win this week, 1 minute and 45 seconds, as the action continues on. Well, we saw the Million Dollar Man. Now we're going to see his opponent at WrestleMania talking about Hacksaw Jim Duggan stepping in the ring here with Pete Sanchez. Super over is Hacksaw as he makes his way out with his trusty 2x4. And it's all Duggan here, bell to bell, in and out of the ring, ending with the three-point stance and the jumping clothesline, giving Duggan the win two minutes and 51 seconds. And I said it before, and I'll say it again. This is literally one of the strongest matches name-wise in the first round, DiBiase and Duggan. Surprised they didn't set Duggan up to advance to the quarterfinals to take on DiBiase, but then again, the matches were made before the brackets were switched. As we roll off now to Craig DeGeorge, standing by with the potential future tag team champions in Demolition. All right, it is that time of the year, WrestleMania 4, just around the corner on Sunday, March 27th, 4 in the afternoon from the luxurious Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. The big championship elimination tournament, 14 top contenders to decide one, one World Wrestling Federation champion, several other matches for the tag team championship, the Intercontinental Belt, and celebrities galore, including the guest timekeeper, Vanna White, Mr. Baseball, the guest ring announcer, Bob Euchre. Now, talking about tag team title matches, Mr. Fuji, major opportunity. What you've been working for with Axe and Smash Demolition, a chance to get the belts from Strike Force in WrestleMania 4. Let me tell you, hard work, 
pays off, and it will pay off to you. Strike Force, the Demolition will be champion. All right, Demolition, axe and smash your thoughts on this golden opportunity. Like Master Fuji says, we train hard. This is what we work for. We work to be the tag team champions, and we're going to be. It all started out where we demolished every team in the World Wrestling Federation, and they didn't want to give us a title match. But we forced the WWF into a title match, and now the Strike Force got up enough guts. We'll come in there with this and with this, and we're going to be the tag team champions. You know something, Strike Force? Think back. When you were little boys and you were afraid to go to bed because the monster was going to get you. Well, the monsters are here. It's alive. And your nightmare is about to begin. Because WrestleMania 4, those golden belts you hold, you're not going to have them for long. Master Fuji has told us well. He has trained us. And we're mean and vicious. But the monsters are coming. You can't hide anymore. All right, thank you very much, Demolition, going for the belts at WrestleMania 4. And here's how you can see this big extravaganza. Well, there you heard it from Demolition Manager Mr. Fuji. The monsters are here. It's alive. Demolition to be the next WWF Tag Team Champions. We won't have to wait long to find out. Then back to the ring for another great tag team, Hart Foundation. Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, accompanied by Jimmy Hart, taking on Sonny Rogers and, well, they call him Jim Stewart here. It's actually... Johnny Stewart yet again. Is Anvil going to plow Stewart over, sending him to the outside for the hitman to work him over out on the floor? Stewart finally thrown back in the ring for the Anvil to toss him across and tag in Sonny Rogers, who in turn is also launched across the ring by the shot-putting Anvil. As the hitman then tags in, delivering the backbreaker and pile driver, Hart Foundation picking Rogers apart before hitting their own version of the demolition decapitation. And finally, it's the heart attack on Sonny Rogers giving the Hearts the win, 4 minutes and 15 seconds. Aggressive, great squash here this week by the Hart Foundation, but their time of chasing the tag titles has ended. So what could be next for the pink and black attack? As we roll off now to another interview, Craig DeGeorge standing by with the Macho Man, Randy Savage. At this time, I would like you to help me in joining my guest. He is the Macho Man, Randy Savage! Chief participants, one of the 14 contenders in the exciting championship elimination tournament in WrestleMania 4. Now, of course, this tournament will result in the declaration of a World Wrestling Federation champion. But the winner, of course, the one who emerges victorious, will have to do something that no other World Wrestling Federation wrestler has ever done, and that is to win consecutively within a very short period of time. For you personally, that means not one, not two, not three, but in fact, four wins to become the World Wrestling Federation Champion. And it all starts out in the first round with the natural butch read for you. What a task. An unbelievable task for someone to go to the top of the mountain and become the World Wrestling Federation Champion. And natural butch read, I've got respect for you as an athlete, yeah. Because to win four matches and go all the way to the top of the mountain, you got to be in shape, you got to have endurance, you got to be an Iron Man, and you got to want it bad. But I'm thinking, thinking, thinking that nobody's got more inspiration than the Macho Man Randy Savage. And I'm telling you, Natural Butch Reed, I can't lose, no. I can't lose. I got a special inspiration that's in my corner. 
inspiration. Yeah, and her smile could knock the ivories off a piano. She's the bravest little lady in the world today. My manager, Elizabeth! So they state the obvious, the Macho Man, he needs four wins to be crowned the next WWF champion. Macho putting over the natural Butch Reed as a top contender, but Savage says here that he has all the inspiration he needs to take home the gold. As he introduces that inspiration, the lovely Miss Elizabeth, with her own entrance out to the stage looking as gorgeous as ever. But it seemed a little much to give Liz her own entrance here, rather than just point to her. This is my inspiration, the lovely Elizabeth. But... The duo is over, and you can get away with it here. The Macho Man coming for that championship belt, as is 13 other stars. As we go off now to a replay of the WrestleMania report, and then it's back to the ring for IC champion Honky Tonk Man, with Jimmy Hart taking on Lance Allen. And right away, we get an insert promo from Honky Tonk, who plans to leave WrestleMania with his title and his hair. So basically, it's the opposite promo of what we heard from Brutus Beefcake, Meanwhile, uh, Lance Allen, a big dude for a job guy here, tall and pretty well put together. But the veteran Honky, he doesn't have much issue here, leading to the shake, rattle, and roll neckbreaker. Got to give Honky Tonk the win, two minutes and 45 seconds. As we finish out the show, we saw the IC champion. Now we're going to hear from his challenger at WrestleMania. Here it is, Craig DeGeorge standing by with the barber, Brutus Beefcake. Opportunities, isn't that what WrestleMania 4 is all about? The chance to become champions, the chance to have dreams realized. In just one moment, we will talk with Brutus the Barber Beefcake for WrestleMania 4. He will have the opportunity to become the Intercontinental Champion. Speaking of opportunities, the opportunity to become the World Wrestling Federation Champion, available for the 14 that will participate in the exciting Elimination Championship Tournament. And of course, that belt will be presented by none other than Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous' Robin Leach. Also, the celebrities on hand, guest timekeeper, Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White, the ring announcer, the guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball, Bob Euchre. Several other matches, of course, to talk about. The six-man tag, Coco Beware, the British Bulldogs, Bobby Heenan donning the tights for the first time in over a year and his Islanders and we will expound on the rest of the matches as the weeks go on. Brutus the Barber Beefcake wow what an opportunity. Hockey talk man the intercontinental belt a haircut perhaps Wrestlemania 4. Well you know it's going to be a super sensational Sunday man this is the day this is the time this is the year I've been waiting for this is gonna be the Opportunity. The opportunity, as you said. The opportunity that I have been waiting for. You know something? The people have been very disgusted. There's been so much controversy around surrounding this belt. Well, it's my chance to prove to the whole world, because all the eyes of the world will be watching, to prove once and for all that the barber is as serious as... Hey, Barbara, one thing indeed, the Intercontinental Championship is an opportunity. Also, perhaps a new do on the Hockey Talk Man and his manager, Jimmy the Heart. Well, my trophy wall, my trophy case will be complete when I take that Hockey Talk Man's greasy hair and put it beside the belt. All right, Brutus the Barber Beefcake with a major opportunity in WrestleMania 4. Here's your chance to see this great event. Boy, Beefer, struggling to cut a promo there. If you have to go to Craig to George to feed you lines... You could be in trouble. But Brudeye, ready to make history. Take Honky's greasy hair and the IC title. 
It's the World Wrestling Federation Home Tour coming to these great areas and facilities with action. Sunday, March 20th, Lafayette, Louisiana, the Cajun Dome, the Macho Man Randy Savage in Lafayette. Saturday, March 19th, Cape Girardeau, Missouri, the Show Me Center, the Natural Butch Reed and the One Man Gang are in Cape Girardeau. Saturday, March 19th, Lake Charles, Louisiana, the Lake Charles Civic Center, Strike Force on the card in Lake Charles. Friday, March 18th, Little Rock, Arkansas, Barton Coliseum, Jake the Snake Roberts returns to Little Rock. Friday, March 18th, Houston, Texas, the Summit, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, Hulk Hogan in action in Houston. Thursday, March 17th, Tyler, Texas, Harvey Hall, Demolition will be on the card in Tyler. Thursday, March 17th, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, the Myriad, the Million Dollar Man, Ted DiBiase, among those seeing action in Oklahoma City. It's the World Wrestling Federation. Be a part of it when it comes to your area. As we continue on now to Primetime Wrestling, March the 11th, hosted by Bobby the Brain Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon, we throw off now to the intro of Primetime as Bobby explains why he's wearing the same suit that he wore last week. Vanna likes it. I'm Gorilla Monsoon. And I'm your host, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to Primetime Wrestling, where we feature the luminaries, the stars, the superstars of the world of professional wrestling. In fact, the greatest professional athletes in the world today. Three weeks and counting, Brain. That's correct. To the biggest event of all time. That's right, WrestleMania Four. You know, last week I, I had on this black sequin jacket and this black shirt and silver Who tie. Who cares what you have? I'd like on. to explain oh. to people why I have it on Go again. Ahead. Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White fell in love with it. With she, the jacket? Yes, and what's in it. And she said she wants this to be the official primetime dress of the evening. Are you serious? Of course I'm serious. You think I only own one suit? You've never been serious in your life. Give me a break. You worried about a jacket. You better be worrying about March 27th in Atlantic City. Piece of cake. I'm going to roll those bones, hit that one-armed bandit, play a little card, see a few shows. I'm not talking about Trump Plaza's then casino. I'm... I'm talking about the arena where you're going to have to put the tights on and get in there. That's what I'm getting up to. After I do all that, I have all those festivities. I'm going to get in the ring, tell the Islanders, take it easy. Take one bulldog down. Take two bulldogs down. Take a Coco Beware down. Take a dog. Dog, open dream. up its mouth, shove a bird down it, pack them all up, go home. Nice weekend, Atlantic City. I'm going to enjoy myself. You're a dreamer, you know that? You're <laughs> you may be even suicidal. I don't know. Is there know. any mail He's, here? I'm waiting for 2,000 tickets still. We've got a tremendous lineup for you here this week on Primetime Wrestling. All you folks out there that the brain has promised tickets to, forget about it. Forget about the accommodations there. He never delivers anyway. Opening match, the brain's Hercules taking on young Jerry Allen. Roll it. All right, so Bobby Heenan referencing Vanna White here. Uh, obviously, I, the real reason I'm assuming is back-to-back recordings of primetime episodes here, and Bobby didn't bother to change, but explaining it away. Well, Vanna likes it, so I'm not changing. Meanwhile, Gorilla instructing Bobby that you better be worried about March 27th at Atlantic City, but Bobby says he's got his gambling and everything he's doing there all figured out for the weekend. But Gorilla's not talking about the fun time Bobby may have outside the ring, but rather his match stepping back into the ring after over a year. As Bobby apparently plans to shove a bird down a dog's mouth. Boy, I'd like to see him try that. As we continue on here, Primetime Wrestling, more on Bobby's six-man tag. He wants to know about Matilda's training. Told his lordship during that match, he, he questioned why you seemed a little bit uh, disoriented. I said, you're thinking about the British Bulldogs, about Coco Beware, Frankie, and Matilda. True or false? Sorry false. I asked. Let me explain something about Matilda. 
Is this going to take long? Let me get things straight. It might take long, and I don't care how much time it takes. The show will stop because I'm the host. Oh, great. What I want to talk about here, do you know what kind of training they put that dog through? I don't. I have a fair idea, yes. Okay, is it attack training? Why should I tell you? Because I'm a human being. I'm not going to be... You know the power of a bulldog's jaws? Was it a human being who decided to take Matilda and run out of the building with And it? I set Was her it down a human back, being like I said. who took Frankie and the perch and ran out of the building with him? You call that a human being's actions? I didn't rip them apart, did I? Boy, Gorilla Monsoon really letting Bobby Heenan have it there in that soundbite. Bobby, as he says, Bobby has whatever happens to him coming to him. And prime time rolls on, coming out of a Jake Roberts-Dino Bravo matchup, Bobby Heenan making a very good point. Well, Damien can certainly clear an area in a hurry, Brian. That's disgusting. It is, huh? That's snake. See, this is professional. You don't see in any other sport people with birds, dogs, snakes, Kodiak bears. This is any other sport. This is the greatest professional sport in the world. But, I mean, there should be some rules. I mean, people can get hurt. We have rules. We have a lot of rules. Just for them, not for me. Why don't you concern yourself with something important, like ravishing Rick, drawing Jake the Snake Roberts in the first round of the elimination tournament? That's correct. And if Jake the Snake thinks he's going to DDT ravishing Rick Rude, he's battling That's exactly what he has in mind. Good. If he was going to rely on one hold, one way to finish off the man fine, then you're a piece of cake to us, dummy. Well, let, let, me, let, me, let me lay this on your brain. Whomever is successful and moves on to the next bracket, whether it be Roberts, whether it be Rude, they're going to have to face either Bam Bam or the gang in the next round. Big trouble. Well, we've already talked about the dogs and the birds, obviously coming out of a Jake match there, talking about snakes as well. He says, you don't see dogs, birds, and snakes or Kodiak bears in other sports. Love the name drop of a Kodiak bear there, Heenan. But he talks about Rick Rude taking on the snake, Jake Roberts, in the first round. Says Jake's problem is he only relies on one hold, the DDT, which Rick Rude will work hard on avoiding. Good point there, Brain. As we continue on now, a promo lined up. Craig DeGeorge standing by. Well, we haven't heard from him enough. There's never enough Bobby Heenan standing by right now with his Islanders. Special interview coming at you right now. Hello again. Our countdown is now down to three weeks for the happening from the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Also, of course, a six-man tag featuring the British Bulldogs and Coco Beware against my guests at this time, the Islanders. And yes, this man, Bobby the Brain Heenan, donning the tights for the first time in over a year. People are wondering about rustiness. Let's get something straight, and let's get it straight right off the top. I've not been in the ring for over a year because I've decided not to. Now, I don't even need any special training when I've got a team like the Islanders here. And on my worst day, I can take care of a miserable guy with a parrot and those two British Bulldogs. Well, if you think you're going to scare me and intimidate me because you've been having that dog probably trained to turn into an attack dog, well, you're badly mistaken. You want to see some attack dogs? Check these two attack dogs out. Now, the first time we got rid of that dog, and we were very, very nice to it. We just put it down. What happened to it, we don't know. We had to take a bum rap for that. But if you think that you're going to sick a flea-bitten, rabbit-infested, wormed, dirty, miserable dog on me and tear me apart, I'm not a doll. Maybe that doll's scared, but I'm not. You know why? Because I've got the Islanders, and Matilda, you know, we know you. You can see WrestleMania 4. And there it is, the brain reiterating, he doesn't need to train for the matchup when he has Haku and Tama by his side. Boy, I'll say... As we close out this week's primetime wrestling soundbite-wise, it's Iron Mike Sharp scoring a win here this week 
over Brady Boone as we hear both of the hosts putting over Iron Mike and then just a little more talk about Matilda. Well, Iron Mike Sharp will have, uh, he'll be a little confused when he leaves the building. He's not used to ending up in the, in the wind column. He's on a roll. He's on a roll. Yep. Well, I, I'm happy for the guy. I, I like Iron Mike. I think he's a tremendous athlete, and I think he has a lot to offer, and perhaps you'd like to take him under your wing. Well, he needs a little direction. He, uh, he's a very volatile man, and he just needs some proper direction. I don't know if I have that much time to devote right now. You'll have a lot of time when you're uh, convalescing. 26 shots overall. For what? Well, I don't want to go back into it again. I don't want to. Wait a minute. You give people shots when they get rabies. Is that right? How did you? You must have read about that somewhere. No, I'm an intelligent person. I know that. I know where the shots are given, too. That Parrot. dog's not going to bite me. Parrots I'm too smart for that dog to bite me. Outlive people as well. You know that, don't you? Parrots outlive people? Yes. They live 100, 125 years, some of them. There's going to be all kinds of exciting things happening to the brain. But So there it is. Even Gorilla Monsoon putting over Iron Mike Sharp here this week. More talk of Matilda, perhaps having rabies, perhaps Bobby Heenan in line for quite a few shots in the not-so-distant future. Exclusives here this week on Primetime Wrestling. Three matches taped from Topeka, Kansas, back on February 17th, including Hercules over Jerry Allen with an awesome-looking torture rack. Really racked Allen good in this one. Match goes six and a half minutes for a squash. Also, Bad News Brown defeating the future illustrious one, Johnny Stewart, with the Ghetto Blaster in three minutes and 11 seconds. And finally, Scott Casey defeating Barry Horowitz with a crucifix in just about 10 minutes' time. And then one more exclusive taped in Wichita on February 16th. Going to see Demolition defeat the team of the Young Stallions in nine and a half minutes. Axe going to defeat Jimmy Powers after using Mr. Fuji's cane to pick up the win. And noticeable here on commentary for this matchup with Demolition is all three members of the Superstars crew. Jesse Ventura, Vince McMahon, and Bruno Sammartino. As we roll on to the next week, Superstars, March the 12th, taped back February 16th. It's Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, and Bruno Sammartino. And what will mark Bruno's final appearance in the World Wrestling Federation? And we've talked about that over the last couple of months in the news pieces. Bruno basically quitting Titan. I touched on it quite a bit last week on the grenade. So Bruno leaving the company. And this is his final appearance on the final set of tapings here in Wichita. So an end of an era indeed. As we go off to the ring for the ultimate warrior taking on Tom Stone. And we get an insert promo out of the gate with the mighty Hercules, who says the gods from above have passed judgment on the Ultimate Warrior, and he has been condemned. His time is up at WrestleMania 4. As the warrior in the ring with Tom Stone just pounding away, both inside and outside, driving Tom back first into that steel post, then slamming him out on the arena floor. And once back inside, Warrior blasting Stone with a flying shoulder tackle, a wind-up clothesline, and a scoop slam before Warrior delivers the big splash picking up the win, two minutes and 12 seconds. I noted, no gorilla press here with Tom Stone. I guess the warrior learned from Ken Patera. As uh, we continue on, update with Craig DeGeorge, who has a lengthy feature on Hulk Hogan's four-plus year reign as the WWF champion and his subsequent feud with Andre the Giant throughout 1987 and into 1988. We even get the Real American music video here, a clip of WrestleMania three shown, and the main event, twin referee angle resulting in the Hulkster losing his title. As we head off now to a promo from this update segment featuring the former WWF champion, here's Hulk Hogan. The future! 
future of Hulkamania is so plain to see. It's just like writing on the wall, man. All these little teeny Hulksters are going to grow up to be big Hulksters, man. It is the wheels of Hulkamania keep grinding away and getting more powerful and more powerful. The whole world will turn into Hulkamaniacs. And anybody in our way, like the big nasty seven foot five Andre the Giant, the wheels of Hulkamania are gonna grind you up and spit you out, Jack. Hulkamania will never die. Now, I didn't play this entire update segment, a lot of video footage shown, but it was an 11 minute segment, guys, building up the Hulksters and, well, basically in short form, his career here in the WWF since winning the title back in January of 84, defeating the Iron Sheik. And I'd normally bitch about this being a waste of time, 11 minutes of the show, but it was so well done, especially for the time, acknowledging past history that I really can't complain. Just another big cog in the wheel of that WrestleMania 4 tournament that they're building up. And speaking of WrestleMania 4, we head off now to another vignette featuring Bob Uecker, this time with Jake the Snake Roberts. As the Snake Man going to introduce Uke to Damien. As you might expect, a fun little segment there. And then it's back to the ring for Hacksaw Jim Duggan taking on Barry Horowitz. Barry making the mistake of trying to go toe-to-toe with Duggan and loses that battle. Tough guy. Duggan super over with the fans again shouting ho to the Hacksaw man over and over as we get the big slam and the three-point stance clothesline giving Hacksaw the win. One minute and 34 seconds as we move off now. Craig DeGeorge standing by with a pair of interviews. Going to hear from both sides of that big six-man tag team match coming up at the pay-per-view. We're going to hear first from the British Bulldogs and the Birdman, Coco Beware. And then once again, it's the Islanders and manager, Bobby Heenan. Six-man tag as well with the Bulldogs and Coco Beware against Bobby the Brain Heenan and the Islanders. I'm wondering if you think he's going to be rusty. That's right. Just a few days away now, Craig, and the British Bulldogs are happy. We've got Matilda at ringside. We've got Frankie at ringside. We've got Coco Beware. The British Bulldogs are ready and awfully... The weasel Bobby Heenan's going to be ready for Matilda. You know, let's expound a little bit, if we can, on this special training. What kind of training is she going through? Oh, Matilda's been doing a lot of special training, especially for the weasel and the Islanders. And we, when we get in that square circle, we're going right for it. Coco, beware. Oh, all I got to say, brother, time is winding up. Time is winding all right, up. Earlier on, I spoke yeah. to Bobby the Brain Heenan and the <laughs> Islanders, and here are their thoughts on this big matchup. If you think I'm going to put my tail between my legs and I'm going to take off running like your miserable mutt did, you're badly mistaken. You can get Coco Beware. You can get any kind of bird man you want. See, I'm going to make somebody a very wealthy doctor. And that's the vet that nursed Matilda back to health. So you better get two more cages for the Bulldogs. You got to get one big cage because I'm sending you a bird man and a busted up pigeon. And Matilda, if you think because you're an attack dog now that you're going to rip me apart, take me out back and bury me and chew me up, you are badly mistaken. You've seen the last of the Bulldogs. You've seen the last of Coco Beware. So you stay tuned right now and you listen for more WrestleMania 4 information. You better listen good. Yeah. All right, and of course, they're promoting Matilda's return at WrestleMania 4, while Bobby Heenan promising to make some lucky vet a whole lot of money. Then up next, we get a vignette from Vanna White. Vanna promising us that the puzzle will be solved at WrestleMania 4. A new WWF champion will be crowned. Obviously, Vanna fed that line there of a puzzle will be solved, but at least she's agreed to do some spots here on the TV program and not just show up at the pay-per-view for a payday. As we continue on, Bad News Brown taking on Lance Allen. So after Vanna White, we get Bad News Brown, who attacks Allen and beats him down. As the match is joined in progress, 
We get an insert promo here during the matchup from Brown, who continues to make threats to everyone who stands in his way, men, women, and snot-nosed kids. As the Ghetto Blaster going to end it here, end Allen's night, Bad News picking up the win, who's also Allen. Bad News scores the win 1 minute and 40 seconds as he's off to the WrestleMania 4 Battle Royal. And we've heard a whole lot of Craig DeGeorge thus far this week, but now it's off to Mean Gene Oakland standing by with both Demolition and the Tag Team Champions, Strike Force. Now, Mr. Fuji, your demolition. Axe and Smash are going to be facing Strike Force for the World Tag Team title. Very, very true. It is like a patient fisherman that waits. And we have waited long enough. And you, Strike Force, is going to pay in the hands of the demolition. Smash, is this going to be the big catch, so to speak? That's right. This is a big one. Just like Master Fuji says, you will pay. This is WrestleMania 4. This is why we've been beat on. This is why we train. We train to demolish people and win. Axe, do you share the confidence of your partner and your manager? Strike Force, your nightmare is coming true. WrestleMania 4, you can't avoid us. You can't hide any longer. All the horror stories, all the pain, everything is going to come to you. All right, I thank you very much, gentlemen. Axe and Smash Demolition, their manager is Mr. Fuji. And for the record, earlier on, I had an opportunity to talk to Tito Santana and Rick Martell. Mr. Fuji and Demolition making comments that we have been avoiding them for a title match. We have been avoiding nobody would defend the belts to the promotion. Whoever they tell us now in WrestleMania, we're going up against you, and I guarantee you the Strike Force is ready, baby. All right, Rick Martell, obviously this is your biggest title defense, the biggest ever. No doubt about it. WrestleMania 4, you know, Demolition, they're big, they're strong, they're very powerful, but now they want to take the title away from Strike Force. So now we're going to find out behind all that paint uh, what kind of wrestlers they really are. All right, I thank you, Rick Martell and Tito Santana. Title defense for the tag team champions against Demolition in WrestleMania 4. So the demo's there with a warning to the tag champ strike force they can no longer hide. Their luck will run out come WrestleMania 4 and then strike force while they rebut. Not a whole lot I can say about that, but I, I do like that they're working promos in for both sides of the upcoming matches, getting words from everyone involved. As we head back to the ring for another match, Bam Bam Bigelow with Sir Oliver Humperdinck taking on Brian Costello as we get an insert promo from Slick talking the one-man gang beating Bigelow upcoming in the first round, eventually leading to Slick becoming the first black manager to manage a world champion. Then back to the ring, Bam Bam still nursing that knee injury and thus pretty basic squash tossing Costello around, big backdrop and a corner splash Going to end things with a running, diving headbutt here for Bigelow, who scores the win, 1 minute and 29 seconds. Then up next, special interview with Craig DeGeorge up on the stage with the million-dollar man Ted DiBiase, bodyguard Virgil, and the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Now joining me are two of the chief competitors in this tournament. First of all, the eighth wonder of the world, Andre the Giant. Whoa. Andre, you have justifiably drawn the first round by, but you also have drawn Hulk Hogan as your first match in round two. <laughs> that would be my fourth match against Hulk Hogan. Hogan, I beat you three times already. WrestleMania 3, Survivor Series, and February 5th. And this time again, WrestleMania 4, Hulk Hogan, 
I will destroy Orkomenia forever. And I will make all the Orkomenia be in my corner because they all want to win it. And they all want to be many. They all want to be like me, I call him. And that's what is going to happen. And I will defeat you again. And I will win that match, I call him. All right, I'm going to giant Teddy Biasi. WrestleMania 4, and things haven't gone your way, certainly, the last few weeks. Well, I'm not going to sit out here and cry over spill milk, because everybody in the world knows that I was ripped off. <laughs> I have intimidated everybody, including the president of the World Wrestling Federation, Jack Tunney, enough to the point that he rewrote the rule book, but that's history. The only satisfaction I have is that, no, the belt is not around my waist right now where it should be, bought and paid for. But Hulk Hogan, it's not around your waist either. After four and a half years, you are not the champion. All right, let's get this into detail a little more now. Hacksaw Jim Duggan is your first matchup. <laughs> Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Yes, he's big and he's strong, but he's a bumbling idiot. This guy can't even find his way to the ring without corrective lenses. What is he gonna do climbing in the ring with a man of my caliber? Nothing. Let's say you beat Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Then, of course, you would face the winner of The Rock and Dino Bravo. Let's say, for argument's sake, you win that one. That pits you in the semifinals. And, of course, if what Andre says goes, you would then face Andre the Giant in the semifinals, and that would see to be a big problem for you. What seems to be the problem with that little man? Andre, you know that I can beat you. I make a promise before, and that's why I'm saying. Wait a minute. Jack Tunney already took care of that. You can't surrender a championship. Promises is promises. What are you trying to say, Teddy Biasi? What are you trying to get away with? <laughs> it's like I've said time and time again. Money talks louder than anything. <laughs> right, we'll see what happens, what develops in the championship tournament in WrestleMania 4 at the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino on Sunday, March 27th. Andre's still insisting that he beat Hogan three times, and he will do it again at WrestleMania 4, and then all of the Hulkamaniacs will be on Andre's side. Meanwhile, Teddy still pissed over being stripped of the championship belt, but he can still rest a little easy knowing that Hulk Hogan is also no longer the champion. And DiBiase already looking past that bumbling idiot, Jim Duggan, he says, who can't even find his way to the ring. So DiBiase looking past Hacksaw Jim Duggan and looking forward to perhaps being crowned the WWF champion. Meanwhile, Andre the Giant, now we all know his promos can sometimes be hard to understand, but overall, He's done a damn good job on the mic here during the early part of 88, getting over this entire storyline with DiBiase and the Hulk. As we roll off now to this week's WrestleMania 4 report. Welcome to this week's WrestleMania 4 report. The clock is ticking and the ticks are getting louder and louder as we close in on Sunday, March the 27th. WrestleMania 4 is coming for the Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City, New Jersey. You can see this extravaganza live, of course, in Atlantic City at closed-circuit locations near you and, of course, on a pay-per-view basis. In WrestleMania 4, you will see the opening, a big opening, a 20-man invitational battle royal featuring some of the top superstars here in the World Wrestling Federation. And here's what some of the participants are saying. This is Jacques, and this is Raymond. We're the Rougeau Brothers. It's the World Wrestling Federation. And across every nation, it's WrestleMania 4 for more. There's bad news for 19 of the turkeys when I step into that ring. But there's only going to be good news is when the match is over with, 
Only bad news is going to be standing. All right, certainly a prestigious honor at stake for the winner at WrestleMania IV's Invitational Battle Royal. Also on March the 27th, a battle of two of the most powerfully built awesome men here in the World Wrestling Federation as the ultimate warrior battles against Hercules. That's going to be something else. In addition, WrestleMania IV features a return to ringside for Matilda. The British Bulldogs mascot will join the tag team and Coco Beware, big six-man, against the Islanders and Bobby the Brain Heenan. As you know, Mr. Heenan hasn't wrestled in over a year, but he has more to worry about than that. His Islanders, of course, took Matilda a few months ago. The dog was missing for several weeks. Now, though, she's on the road to recovery, and the Bulldogs and Coco Beware are looking forward to a match that spells revenge. You see, WrestleMania 4 is coming, brother. And you want me to tell you one thing, Mr. Weezer. I'm changing the brain buster around. It's going to be the Weezer buster. So get ready. Isn't that right, Bulldogs? That's right. The British Bulldogs are ready. Coco's ready. Yeah. Frankie's ready. And Matilda's going to be the ringside seat. Ooh. Weasel, did you ever see that? Jaws. I'm tired of all this talk about special training. I'm talking. I'm tired of. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of all this talk about the Bulldogs being in special training. And I'm tired about all this talk about Matilda being in special training. You think I'm an idiot? You think I'm dumb? I know what you mean by special training. You're talking about an attack dog. This rabbit-infested dog is now an attack dog. While she'll be back in that hospital for the rest of her life, she makes one move towards me. All right. The tag team title will also be challenged for WrestleMania Four Strike Force. Defending their championship against Mr. Fuji's awesome tag team. They are something else. Axe and Smash Demolition against Strike Force in WrestleMania 4. The Intercontinental title will be on the line in this big extravaganza. Honky Tonk Man defending his crown against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. And the Barber says he's going to give the Honky Tonk Man a gift. You got a lot to lose. You could lose your belt. You could lose your hair more than that. You could lose it all! Uh-huh! Brutus the Barber Beefcake and the Honky Tonk Man. WrestleMania 4. You think you're gonna do a little strutting and a little cutting, Brutus? Uh-uh, not on the Honky Tonk Man. I know this is what they want to see. They want to see the Honky Tonk Man get a haircut. It ain't gonna happen because I'm gonna play a tune for you, Brutus. Boom! <laughs> all right, as you know, the celebrities are pouring out for WrestleMania 4. The guest timekeeper, Wheel of Fortune's Vanna White. The guest ring announcer, Mr. Baseball, that great 220 hitter, Bob Euchre. And, of course, the presenter of the championship belt, the prestigious belt, will be the man from the lifestyles of the rich and famous, Robin Leach. Now, that belt will be presented to the winner of the championship tournament. Fourteen top contenders involved. Let's take a look at the pairings for the tournament. Of course, Hulk Hogan and Andre the Giant drawing first-round buys. They will meet in round two. In round one, Hacksaw Jim Duggan against Ted DiBiase. The Rock against Dino Bravo. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat against Greg the Hammer Valentine. Randy Savage the Natural Butch Reed. Bam Bam and One Man Gang. Jake the Snake and Ravishing Rick Rude. And here's what some of the participants in the championship elimination tournament are saying. Natural Butch Reed, you're under a misconception. Yeah, you think the slickster on the outside is the hottest manager around? Uh-uh, no way. Uh-huh, the bravest little lady in the world today. Come on in here, Elizabeth, into the video scope. What are you going to be doing in WrestleMania 4? Well, I'll be standing right by your side. Oh, yeah, how do you like that, Natural? You know, Hammer, the only title that's eluded Jimmy Hart is that WWF World Championship title, and I want it, baby, I want it! <sighs> 
Jimmy, you're going to have it. It is not only the only title that has eluded you, it is the only title that has eluded Greg the Hammer Valentine since he's been in the World Wrestling Federation, Intercontinental Champion, one half of the World Tag Team Championship, and now it's a chance to go for it all, to go for the gold, the biggest of all, the World Championship, right through Steeble, on through the tournament. We're going to win it, man. All right, the great matches, the celebrities, the fanfare, what WrestleMania 4 is all about. Sunday afternoon, March the 27th, Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, Atlantic City, New Jersey. You could see it live there or, of course, on closed-circuit locations near you or on a pay-per-view basis. With the WrestleMania 4 Report, I'm Craig DeGeorge. So lots of quick promos here again this week. The Rougeau brothers, as they continue the line, WrestleMania 4 for more. More of what? Still don't know what that means. Also hearing from Bad News Brown, the Bulldogs, and Coco Beware, who say, who say that Matilda is in special training as they prepare to take on Heenan and his Islanders. Heard from them as well. Heard from both sides of the Beefcake Honky Tonk Man match. And then also from the Macho Man and Greg Valentine about their respective matches at WrestleMania, and oddly, well, not so oddly, we haven't heard or seen one iota of Ricky Steamboat leading into this pay-per-view. Just really weird. As up next on the show, they continue to promote the big pay-per-view. We see the WrestleMania 4 bumper, the slot machine, and Robin Leach promoting WrestleMania and showing off that WWF championship title. He's going to gift it away to someone in just a couple weeks' time. As we go back to the ring for Dino Bravo with Frenchie Martin in his corner, taking on Johnny Stewart. As we get an insert promo here from Don Morocco, who talks the first-round match with Dino at WrestleMania, he warns Bravo to not look forward to DiBiase or Duggan in the second round and don't look past The Rock. As the action gets going, Dino dominating Vince McMahon, arguing with Jesse Ventura on commentary here over that bench press record shit again. Do you need to keep reminding us? Meanwhile, the action goes on. Big clothesline by Dino Bravo. Then it's a hot shot across the top rope. Big driving elbow drop. A pile driver before landing that patented side suplex. Going to give Dino Bravo the win. One minute and 53 seconds says, I realize this is the final match on Superstars, which means this was Bruno San Martino's last match to commentate. Ugh. No wonder he quit. As we move on now to Craig DeGeorge standing by with the barber, Brutus Beefcake, also going to hear from the IC champion, Hockey Talk Man. Brutus the Barber Beefcake involved for the Intercontinental Championship against the Honky Tonk Man. It's his belt and it's your opportunity. Yes, it's my opportunity. The opportunity of a lifetime. It is my chance to prove to all the people once and for all. To prove to myself and most important of all to prove to the Honky Tonk Man that I can beat him. I can be the new Intercontinental Heavyweight Champion and I can be the best barber the world has ever seen with a haircut dedicated to Vanna White in person in the flesh at ringside. Can you imagine that black greasy hair of the honky-tonk man as it falls to earth? It could be some dedication indeed. Now earlier on I had a chance to talk to the honky-tonk man and Jimmy Hart about the matchup. The honky-tonk man, the greatest intercontinental heavyweight champion of all time, will go out and prove once again why I am the best. Why? Because you, Brutus or Barbara Beefcake, you tried to cut Jimmy Hart's hair on Saturday night's main event, and now you want to challenge me. You say you want to do some strutting and some cutting. But it's not going to happen because you're not going to lay any scissors. Uh-uh, not here on my mutton chops and nothing off the ducktail. And Beefer looking to prove to the world 
that he can beat the Hockey Talk man and become the next IC champion. Meanwhile, Hockey Talk obviously looking to retain and make the barber pay for trying to cut his manager, Jimmy Hart's hair. As superstars got to close out this weekend, the very first mention of this weekend's Saturday night's main event, as we hear from Bobby Heenan and King Harley Race, who will be taking on Hulk Hogan. So Harley Race primed and ready to maybe take Hogan out of action before WrestleMania 4, but don't you find it odd? Not one iota of a sell job for this event, Saturday night's main event tonight on NBC, after coming off that huge main event show, that giant rating, nothing, no promotion whatsoever, leading into Saturday night's main event, and then just a quick mention from Harley Race heading into the night. Very odd. And as we finish out Superstars here, it is time to say bye-bye to Bruno Sammartino. No buildup, no mention, just an end of an era. Bruno now gone, moving forward here on WWF Programming. As we move on to Wrestling Challenge, March the 13th, tape back February 17th, Topeka, Kansas, Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon on commentary, and it's straight to the ring for tag team action featuring the British Bulldogs taking on the duo of Iron Mike Sharp and Terry Gibbs. And given the heels here, you'd expect some offense from their end, but the Bulldogs do a good job of maintaining control in this one. With Bobby Heenan on commentary, of course, there's plenty of talk about the brain-fearing Matilda. As late in the match, Davy Boy Smith with a sleeper hold on Mike Sharp, but Terry Gibbs off the top rope to make the save. Smith out of the way, and Gibbs nailing Sharp instead. Then Davy Boy drop-kicking Gibbs to the floor. Wait, where have we seen this before? This entire sequence done last week on Superstars with the same people involved, Davy Boy and Terry Gibbs. They repeat it here for the Wrestling Challenge viewers. And if you watch both, it's a little bit of breaking kayfabe, I'd say. But Davy Boy going to launch Dynamite high in the air. The kid down with a diving headbutt on Sharp, giving the Bulldogs the win two minutes and 51 seconds as we're off to a special report with Craig DeGeorge talking more about WrestleMania 4, running down the matches, mostly focusing on the tournament matches here. As I wrote, isn't that what the WrestleMania report is for? Though we do hear from the Doctor of Style here, Slick putting over both of his men involved, Butch Reed and the one-man gang as we get another promo from Robin Leach. And then it's back to the ring for Greg the Hammer Valentine with Jimmy Hart taking on Special Delivery Jones as Bobby Heenan talks the Hammer's past credentials as a former IC champion and tag team champion. From there, Gorilla goes on about a potential rematch that was a big hit, as he calls it, at WrestleMania 3, referring to the Macho Man, perhaps taking on the Dragon in the quarterfinals this time around. We also get an insert promo here from Greg Valentine, who says he's been in all of the WrestleManias. Wow, all three of them, Greg? Kudos. The Hammer also mentioning that he's had every other title here in the WWF, and now it's time for the World Heavyweight Championship. As Valentine dominates most of this matchup, SD Jones going to make a comeback with a series of headbutts, but he misses an elbow drop, and the Hammer going to lower the boom with his own elbow drop, the big Hammer, and a figure four leg lock. Going to get the win in three minutes and 12 seconds. Solid squash to build up Greg Valentine as a contender at WrestleMania. As we continue on now, it's off to Craig DeGeorge, standing by a couple of interviews. First with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, followed by his opponent in the first round, the Million Dollar Man. Hacksaw Jim it's Duggan. Close, it's close. Involved it's close, in a biggie. It's close. It's close. It's what is close? close? What? It's getting close, baby. The opportunity of a lifetime. The one thing that every professional wrestler thinks about when he lays down on his pillow to go to sleep, when he brushes his teeth in the morning, when he tries to comb his hair. The world title, baby. And DiBiase, I'm not overlooking you. You're a tough opponent. I'm not taking nothing away from me. You've got all kinds of skills, but understand 
one thing. You're in for a fight with Hacksaw Jim All Duggan. Right, Hacksaw, think you got to start out with the Million Dollar Man. And we asked Ted DiBiase about the match. Jim Duggan, that bumbling buffoon, what chances he think he has in the ring with the Million Dollar Man? A man of pure class and talent from head to toe. Let me tell you something, Duggan. Without corrective lenses, you can't even find the ring. So what do you think you're going to do when you climb in the ring with this much talent? You are completely and totally outclassed. And once Duggan is down and out and finished, then it's on to the top. And it's a tough road because you have to win several times, Ted DiBiase. In fact, to be precise, four wins. Oh, four wins, five wins, whatever it takes. I've beaten every opponent that has faced me since I've been in the World Wrestling Federation. This is my day. WrestleMania 4, Trump Plaza. Hey, I can't think of a better place for a man like All me right, to go to the top. see the action. <laughs> well, we still got two more weeks of this, guys, so get ready. But both men here, they sound ready for their upcoming match at WrestleMania as we go on back to the ring. The Rock, Don Morocco, taking on Rick Rinslow as Gorilla Monsoon, putting over Morocco's former accolades here as an Intercontinental Champion, having defeated Pedro Morales, who in turn was a former world champion. Good job there of Gorilla kind of getting over here on commentary that, hey, Don Morocco has beaten former champions in the past, and, and while it's been a while, he's been a former IC champion. One of the many contenders at WrestleMania is The Rock as he hits a nice running knee lift here and a standing drop kick before landing a tombstone pile driver, giving The Rock the win. One minute and 57 seconds as the action rolls on. Outlaw Ron Bass in the ring, taking on Cowboy Scott Casey. So it's an outlaw versus a cowboy, in case anybody was wondering. We get an insert promo here from Bass, who claims to be the king of the Battle Royals. He plans to eliminate at least 12 men at WrestleMania all by himself. Well, maybe a little help from Miss Betsy. I wrote, holy shit, though. This is a callback to several weeks ago. Remember when Scott Casey got that one and only insert promo during a Ron Bass matchup. Casey calling out the outlaw at that point. Well, now, Scotty, you can put your money where your mouth is. Let's see how he does here. As the bell sounds, Casey standing on the top rope, leaps off of the top rope crossbody right out of the gate. Then from there, it's the cowboy with a pair of flying head scissors and a sunset flip. Going to net him a two count on the outlaw, but Casey runs right into a belly-to-belly -belly suplex. Nice maneuver there, Ron Bass. However, the cowboy fighting back Landing a nice drop kick, but he misses a second attempt, and Bass takes over, finishing the match off this week with a swinging neckbreaker? Well, that's not the uh, pedigree-type move. In fact, that's Honky Talk Man's finisher. Very weird. Nevertheless, the outlaw scoring the win, 2 minutes and 22 seconds. So much for that feud, eh, Scotty? As we roll on, we're off to Craig DeGeorge standing by right now, talking to the Intercontinental Champion Honky Talk Man and the challenger at WrestleMania, Brutus Beefcake. Jimmy, mouth of the South Art, the Colonel, and his honky tonk man defending his championship against Brutus the Barber Beefcake. Let me tell you something, Brutus the Barber Beefcake. We've got a big surprise for you, right, Honky? Honky tonk man, what about it? Mm, you better believe I got a big surprise for you, Brutus. There it is right there. The tune the honky tonk man wants to play to Brutus the Barber Beefcake. They got guests from everywhere. They got guest timer keeper, guest ring announcers. They got elimination tournament. They got a battle royal. And they got the greatest intercontinental heavyweight championship belt of all time around my waist. And Brutus the Barber Beefcake, when it's all over, WrestleMania 4. All right, I talked to I'm the barber earlier here. Are his thoughts on this big matchup, his chance say? for the Intercontinental Championship. You know, the honky-tonk man, uh, he says he wants to play a tune. He's tuning up for me, baby. Well, I'll tell you something, man. When you step in there against me, you're going to be playing a lot of sour notes. Because I got news for you, brother. I put the special sharpeners on these suckers right here. And they're going to cut you right 
down to size. And also, of course, the great opportunity, not only for the haircut, but the Intercontinental Championship. The gold belt around your waist. Yeah, the belt's around my waist. And a lock of hair stuck right on my wall as a trophy for all time. All right, the Bomber Brutus Beefcake going for the Intercontinental Championship against the Hockey Talk Man at WrestleMania 4. Here's how you can see it as it happens. And the Hockey Talk Man promising a big surprise for Brutai, a brand new tune he's going to unleash at WrestleMania. Meanwhile, Beefer promising a lot of sour notes for the Intercontinental Champion. As we roll on, another Bob Euchre promo, this time with a million-dollar man. Everybody's got a price, including the Euke, it would seem, as Virgil counts out money, several Benjamins, and finally... Uke takes the money, Bob Uecker proving to have his price. Another awesome delivery here from Bob, just so underrated as an entertainer in general. As we continue on here, Dino Bravo with Frenchie Martin taking on Gary Jackson, and Frenchie with more French pre-match. And then during the match, it's a nasty pile driver, dumps Gary on his head, nasty back suplex as well, folds him in half, followed by the side suplex, going to get the win one minute and 36 seconds. I wrote, Perfect amount of time for a Dino Bravo squash. Let's keep him at 90 seconds, fellas. As I step back and I look at the brackets now, I ponder how both of the new Dream Team, who were not over near the bottom of the list of heel tag teams last year, both men, Greg Valentine and Dino Bravo, somehow make it into the WrestleMania 4 tournament. Then up next here on Challenge, we get a special interview. Craig DeGeorge standing by with Hulk Hogan, the Hulkster, reassuring his Hulkamaniacs that Andre the Giant can't kill Hulkamania. In fact, Hulkamania is running more wild than ever, brother. If Andre couldn't beat him on February 5, how can he beat him on March 27th? Dude. As we go on here, replay WrestleMania 4 report from superstars, and then it's back to the ring tag team action. Paul Roma and Jimmy Powers, the young stallions, taking on the team of Tom Stone and George Petrasky, the future Russian brute in the AWA. I think we've talked about that before here on the show. We get an insert promo here from Bad News Brown during the Stallions match, talking about that WrestleMania 4 Battle Royal. Bad News says he doesn't care if there are teams or even family in there. He does everything all by himself. Of course, the Stallions, one of the five teams entered in that Battle Royal. And then it's back to the action. Nice dropkick early on from Paul Roma, as the Stallions look sharp here, but are just too bland. Powers with the Powers Slam. Impressive on a guy the size of Petrasky. Going to give the Stallions the win. Three minutes and ten seconds. As we got one more promo here on Challenge right now. Craig DeGeorge talking about that big grudge match involving the mighty Hercules and the ultimate warrior. Including this one we're going to talk about right now. Hercules against the ultimate warrior in WrestleMania 4. You know you can hear the rolling thunder. You can see the lightning bolts crashing down upon the earth. Ultimate warrior, I have met you in the field of battle. I have left you alive. I could see that glimmer in your eyes. I could see the fear. I could see the pain. And we'll see it again. WrestleMania 4, the mighty Hercules will prevail. Words for the mighty Hercules. What about his opponent, the ultimate warrior? Well, I spoke with him earlier about the matchup. Hercules, when we stood eye to eye in the ring, I saw the battle scars. I saw the scars that run so deep that only a man, the ultimate warrior, knows about. We're in WrestleMania 4. New damage is going to be done, but there will be no repair. Nothing when repair the damage that the ultimate warrior is going to call. Yes, 
WrestleMania 4, but World War 3! Alright, Ultimate Warrior, you indeed have made your mark with the mighty Hercules in a matchup earlier with that big tug of war when you broke the link in the chain and certainly surprised the mighty Hercules. One of the great matches in WrestleMania 4. Here's how you could be part of the action, seeing it as it happens. So Hercules, he hears the rolling thunder, he sees the lightning bolts crashing to the earth, and he can see the fear in the Ultimate Warrior's eyes. Meanwhile, Warrior promising World War III versus Hercules. Wow, that's a uh, powerful promise there from the Warrior Man. And we've got one last piece of business here this week to look at in primetime wrestling for March the 14th. Bobby Heenan, Gorilla Monsoon hosting the program. As we go off now to the intro, is Bobby Heenan in training? I thought you didn't need any training, Brain. I'm Gorilla Monsoon. And I'm your host, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Primetime Wrestling. The countdown is on. We're two weeks away from WrestleMania 4. Are you getting excited? Are you, I got are the you, goosebumps. Are you, you? Uh, you in any kind of shape at all? Are you kidding me? Putting the tights on? I'm ready. I could go right now. I can go right well, now. Why, why is it that I just don't believe you, Brian? Why? why you never it? believed a thing I've said, and I don't know why. Well, I've well, been perfectly honest with why you. Why don't I think that you've been doing any kind of serious training? Oh, I've been doing a lot of stretching. I haven't been hitting the weights too hard. I've been just Running doing, would be uh, yes. more up your alley, I would doing running. imagine. Running happens to be one of my specialties. I know, I, I know out in Beverly Hills you've got a lot of exclusive people out there. You must have also have exclusive veterinarians, do you not? for all the wonderful animals that people have out there in Beverly Hills? Or? Well, there's a, there's a great staff of doctors out there. Did, did you check with any of them about what we discussed last week? What, you mean about a dog bite? Yeah, what the, the treatment shots? for... Yes, rain? I did check about yeah, that. Yeah, I figured you would. <laughs> not fun, is it? You're just doing that to psych me up, and you're not going to get to me. Well, the only I, reason I checked on it was because you mentioned it, not because I was concerned about it. Well, they always say that you have something up your sleeve, Brain. I think up one sleeve is going to be Frankie, and up the other sleeve will be Matilda. Oh, like making a wish and yeah, ripping me apart. I, I kind of think so. Exciting program lined up for you here this week on Primetime. Some of your top guys involved in the feature, the Islanders. That's right, the Islanders. Coco Beware joining us here this week on Primetime Wrestling, uh, along with Frankie. No thanks to you. Well, thanks Last to week you tried to abscound. Wasn't it bad enough that you took Matilda? You had to try to steal Frankie as well. I wasn't stealing Frankie to keep him. I was just trying to get some newspaper. Hey, uh, do, you, do you like those chicken wings that are becoming very popular now? I might have some uh, parrot wings for you after yeah. WrestleMania. You, you might have a lot of things after WrestleMania. Right now, let's go to ringside. Take a look at Coco well, Beware. You. Well, Brain, I understand that Coco's renamed that the Weasel Buster for WrestleMania 4. Yeah, I know what their whole game plan is. Those three imbeciles don't think they're fooling me. Bulldogs are going to try to set me up, get rid of the Islanders. Then tag off to uh, Tupperware. He's going to try to break my neck with the weasel buster. Then they're going to have that miserable pigeon come and pluck the flesh off my body and have the dog take the bones out back to the beach and bury me in the sand. Uh-uh, not, I'm not going to be bitten by no rabbit-infested dog or treated that way by animals, birdmen. Sounds, sounds like a good scenario to me. Don't sound good to me. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. happen. So Bobby Heenan flipping the script. He's changed his mind this week. Now he's in training for that big six-man tag team match, doing a lot of running something that Gorilla says he does very well. Bobby also referencing going back and looking into those rabies shot records. How many shots do you need, Brain? And just lots of excerpts there all spliced together. Bobby Heenan talking about Tupperware, perhaps delivering that weasel buster, the ghost buster, 
But he hears that chicken wings are getting popular. Think about that, guys. In 1988, chicken wings were just getting popular. My dad used to tell me of those days. As primetime continues on, we're coming out of a matchup featuring the fabulous Rougeau brothers in Madison Square Garden scoring a win over Iron Mike Sharp and his odd partner of the King, Harley Race. Also, the King is here. Well, yeah, I don't quite understand that, why you teamed him up. We're going to take a look at the King right I'll now. As he teams up with Iron Mike, let's go to ringside. Wait a minute. Uh, I understand from some folks that were fairly close to uh, the dressing room area in the garden that the King slapped you on the way back to the dressing room. He didn't slap me. For teaming him up with Iron Mike, sure no, it wasn't what a very good idea, was it? What happened was it was supposed to be Hercules. Hercules had some bad plane connections from the West Coast. The plane just didn't arrive. Iron Mike... Out of the goodness of his heart, volunteered. volunteered. He right? volunteered. He just went home with the short end of the money again. Well, he he got double teamed by the Rougeau brother. At least the guy volunteered and offered. King's going to get, get a uh, King's going to get a, a shot in that elimination uh, invitational battle royal. That's correct. The King's in that. He's about the only guy you got in there, isn't he? So Bobby Heenan admits it was actually supposed to be the Rougeaus versus Hercules and Harley Race, and I kind of wonder what that outcome would have been. Nevertheless, the Rougeaus scoring a win there as Iron Mike apparently volunteered to step in and fill in for Hercules, is Bobby Heenan pointing out that the Rougeos used a double-team move to score the win. They cheated. And then it's one more soundbite here this week, an exclusive special interview. Craig DeGeorge up on the platform, taped back February 16th in Wichita. Craig DeGeorge going to conduct an interview with Bobby Heenan and the mighty Hercules. Just announced the ultimate warrior will meet Bobby Heenan's man... The Brains Hercules at WrestleMania for your thoughts. Shake Bobby Heenan's hand. You know, Bobby, it seems like it's been a lifetime, like an eternity, since I felt the excitement, since I felt the power, since I felt the force running through these chains, like it runs through my very veins right here today. Now it's been decreed, it's been handed down from the gods above. Ultimate warrior, you have been condemned. You must face the mighty Hercules, the wrath, the vengeance, the power in WrestleMania 4. That is what you must face. You know, Hercules, you're talking about power, and I think we all saw a great, great deal of power from the Ultimate Warrior in an incident that occurred before a matchup. You recall what happened to that chain? You tell me. It was busted in half in a tug of war. The ultimate warrior literally shredded that thing and broke it at the links. It's very simple. He didn't break the chain. What happened was this man here pulled the chain towards him and snapped it. The warrior just happened to be holding on. So you get that straight and you get it through your head. Because I'll tell you something, I'm not going to tell you again. I don't have time for the likes of you. I don't have time for the likes of you, and I surely don't have time for the likes of these people. I gather we will hear more than in WrestleMania 4. You will hear more if I decide to talk to you more. You will hear more from him if he decides to talk to you. Up until then, we're going to do all our talking at WrestleMania. So why don't you turn around and talk to these hicks, because you're one of them. Well, Brain, it was obvious to me that you weren't very confident, and Herc looked a little scared. Brief and to the point, Hercules and Bobby Heenan ready themselves for the Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania 4, and then just a couple of exclusive matches here this week, including the Birdman, Coco Beware, over Terry Gibbs with the Ghostbuster. Match goes three minutes and 50 seconds, taped February 16th in Wichita. Also from Wichita, it's the Young Stallion scoring a win over Barry Horowitz 
and Steve Lombardi. That match goes about 10 minutes. Powers pinning Horowitz with the Powers Slam. All right, guys, we're going to finish it up here this week. Two more weeks of WWF TV here in the month of March still coming. But first, we make a stop off on the next edition of Saturday Night's Main Event. Featuring the likes of the former WWF champion Hulk Hogan taking on the King, Harley Race. They had some good matches last spring, early summer. Looking forward to seeing how that one goes. We're also going to see two potential future WWF champions when the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, goes one-on-one with the macho man, Randy Savage. Also on the card, looks like Brutus Beefcake and Greg Valentine finally going to attempt to settle their score once and for all. One-man gang battling Ken Patera there, and the Islanders take on the Killer Bees. So just a fun little edition of SNME here, heading into WrestleMania, and then, of course, in two weeks' time, it's the final two weeks of March TV, and in three weeks' time, we begin our voyage into WrestleMania 4. Going to have guest Jamie Ward on here to talk about his time at the actual event. Jamie attended WrestleMania 4. We're going to talk to him. We're also going to do the deep dive. Remember the definitive edition of WrestleMania 3? Well, I'm going to do my best to continue that here in 1988 with WrestleMania 4. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. But for now, guys, it's time to wrap it up here this week. Just a quick reminder to follow me over on my social media over on X, formerly Twitter at Wrestling Grenade. That's at R-A-S-S-L-I-N Grenade. Also, follow and like me, Facebook.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And of course, subscribe to YouTube.com slash Wrestling Grenade. And last but certainly not least, I encourage you guys to go check it out. Talking about that $5 all-access tier over at Patreon.com slash WrestleCopia. That address again, patreon.com slash WrestleCopia, where you get so many gifts for just five bucks, well worth the cost, and you're helping to fund the brand and keep this thing afloat. And just a final reminder, we will be back next week with the March 88 edition of Saturday Night's Main Event. But for now, this is Ray Russell saying, from pillar to post and coast to coast, you pull the pin and I'll pick up the pieces right here on the Wrestling Memory Grenade. I'll see you next week. Don't miss it. Be there. Don't you miss out. Join me, Vanna White, Sunday, March 27th at Trump Plaza in Atlantic City for WrestleMania 4. We are excited about WrestleMania 4. Trump Plaza Hotel and Casino, Atlantic City, Sunday afternoon, March the 27th. Yuke, I'm really excited about working with you again for WrestleMania 4. But I know that collectively we are very excited about working with Vanna White, the beauty. And of course, she's a great game show hostess. She's done it all. She's worked with... Pat uh, Sajak, very attractive lady. I like the clothes, beautiful clothes, and I like that smile. A lot of things I like about Vanna White. What do you think? I wonder how much she'd charge for a vowel. <laughs> well, that depends if it's a, a you or an I. <laughs>